Hello, friends. You know, most of us have or have had great people helping us run our businesses. People you can't do without. And today's guest is Trish Overton of Appella Capital in Atlanta. Trish is awesome at staying focused, building systems, getting things done, but more importantly, really being a fan and a cheerleader for other people. I cannot tell you how much I enjoyed our conversation which makes me 100% positive that you'll be glad you're listening to the Truest Fan Podcast today. Enjoy. You're listening to the Truest Fan Podcast. And now, here's your host, Rob Brown. Okay, welcome everyone. This is Rob Brown. Welcome back to the Truest Fan Podcast. And today I am excited to have with us Trish Overton. Trish is a partner in the Atlanta office of Appella Capital Management, as well as one of four senior managers who oversees all of the operations at Appella. And in full disclosure, Trish is also one of my clients. And um, I'd say that she is one of my favorite clients, but that might make all of my other favorite clients feel like they're not as special as she is. But uh, Trish, it's great to have you here today. Well, thank you and good morning. So we actually have this conversation. So I know what your answer is going to be and it's going to hurt. But Trish, one of the backstories of Truest Fan in writing that book was relating it to my love of the Cleveland Indians. So I think it's always only fair to ask who is your favorite uh, baseball team? Well, as you know, it's the Chicago Cubs. Oh. And I know that hurts you, but I can't help it. I love the Cubbies. Second favorite team is the Brewers because I grew up in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Well, well, you are um, actually. I think you're a. What, 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 I don't know what you would call that. Somebody who has reasons for having a couple of different favorite teams, both in baseball and in football, because of family and geography. So, uh, but a great sports fan. You know what is it? What is it about being a sports? fan do you think that helps you be like a better fan in in life do you ever do you ever make that that connection absolutely all the time i make it in life i use it for analogies all the time it in part it's because some sports are team sports some sports are solo sports some sports are in in pairs such as tennis or in golf, you can be in a foursome. But nonetheless, one of the things sports does for a person is it it forces you to up-level your own game all the time. You're always striving to be better. It, you're always striving to you know increase your speed, increase your acuity, whatever it is, your athletic acumen, whatever it is. But also, you're looking out for your teammates. And it teaches you that from a very young age. And we played sports in my family from the time we were in the parks and rec leagues when you don't know what you're doing you're running the wrong way you're hitting the ball wherever you're picking up bugs on the field um, until you know high school we didn't we weren't good enough to go to college athletics but it doesn't matter I'm still extremely involved in sports and athletics as you know as so is Phil my partner so it just stands to reason. And then growing up in Green Bay, Wisconsin, we went to all the sports because there's not a whole lot to do in Green Bay, Wisconsin. <laughs> so since the age of two, I was going to Green Bay Packer games, Milwaukee Bucks games and Brewers games. So I learned a lot from all of that. So our family was very involved in a lot of athletic endeavors. And so it teaches you a lot about life. And so I think I do use it in 
all aspects of life. And there's also that loyalty aspect too, I think that comes Absolutely. from being not, well, being on a team, but also being a fan of a team kind of can carry over to other Absolutely. things because it teaches you if you follow along with that team and they have some rough times, you can empathize with that. You know, they're going to be good times. You keep rooting them on anyway. And then when you beat the Indians in the World Series, you can uh, you can celebrate. So we have that being too. a Packer fan and a Cubs fan. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> we have that in common. See, there you go. See, there you go. So um, let's move on from from talking about sports to talking about good advice you've been given. You know, my favorite question to ask to get into further conversation on the podcast is just, I love to learn what lessons my guests have learned in their lives from maybe from surprising places, but maybe from friends or family that have really um, inspired you and stuck with you through your life. Is there, is there a lesson that really, or a couple of lessons that really stand out to you? Yeah, I've been very lucky. I've had some very good mentors, some of which that I didn't realize were mentors until uh, long afterwards. They taught me that my infinite curiosity is actually a good thing, not a bad thing, and that resilience is the key. So every time you get knocked down, you get back up. It doesn't matter what aspect of life it is, in business, personal life, whatever it is, resilience is key. And the third thing that really, really, truly matters is your attitude of gratitude. And I think you know that about me, that regardless of how crappy things may going may be going in your life, you, you absolutely have something to be grateful for every single minute of every single day. Man. So those are the three things that constantly fuel me. So let's, let's dig into those a little bit. I, I want to start with that idea that infinite curiosity is a good thing. That's that's not something that, you know, and, and not that gratitude and resilience are, you know, not, you know, aren't important, but you might hear those words more often when you're talking with people about things that they, uh, that drive them and they believe in, but, but infinite curiosity, what, what do you mean by infinite curiosity? Or share some examples. So for instance, everyone has a story. Every single person you meet has a story. And so it doesn't matter if it's your client, it doesn't matter if it's your Uber driver, your server at a restaurant, the security guard downstairs in our building, everyone has a story. You don't know where they came from, you don't know what's going on with them that day. And if you always keep that in mind, you know to treat people with the same sort of respect and regard them with, shine the same light on them that you would shine on the president of the United States or the Queen of England. And they feel that. And that draws people to you, that attracts people to you. And that has brought a lot of actually brought a lot of clients onto our firm, on, on board with us. But regardless of business, it also has created a lot of very, very valuable relationships in my life. And people come and go in your life, but that's vastly important. And also, you never know, you never know what you're going to need, when you're going to need it. And if you're infinitely curious, you're going to pick things up in life that you may need at some point. You always, always need to be learning. It's going to keep you alive. It's going to keep you always learning and always growing. And I always want to be growing and up leveling. And I'm never, ever bored. And one of the things my parents always said to us when we were growing up is only boring people are bored. And I can tell you for sure, I am never bored ever, ever, ever. So I think that infinite curiosity keeps me from being bored. You can stick me in a parking lot by myself anywhere. I won't be bored. I'll figure out something to do 
I'll figure out someone to talk to. I'll figure out something. And that infinite curiosity keeps me going. As you know, you know me for a long time now. I listen to all kinds of different podcasts. I read all kinds of different books. I read probably three different kinds of books at a time of three different genres. It just keeps you more interesting. It keeps you more interested in life and just keeps you growing. That's well put. I, I like I like that because there's it's the infinite curiosity about people, people that you mm-hmm. may only meet briefly, but by getting to know them just a little bit, by having asking some curious questions, you make them feel special, yes. you know, and that's, you know, obviously one of the one of the key attributes of a truest fan is making somebody feel special. So by, by being curious about somebody, asking them sincerely, you know, how they are or how do you get this job? Yes. You know, I, I, you know, I've never yes. thought about being a security guard in an office building, but um, you've been here a long time. Why do you, why do you, why do you like what you do? So that's a type of curiosity where you can learn and also encourage people and give them some light, as you said. But there's also the curiosity about things and places. I know you like to travel and um, mm-hmm. you said you read and you do podcasts. So it's, it's also about more than just people. It's just about the circumstances, being aware of the life around you. That's that's that's, uh, that's, that's cool. And that and that curiosity that uh, helps you grow it just it's like it sounds like it just there's like these lessons that are constantly pinging at you that you're able to to learn from because because you're you're open to possibilities because of that curiosity that's uh, that's a really really cool yeah. way to think so um but you also mentioned resilience and when i think about uh resilience with you i just i think about the way that you are the way that you're you take your health and your fitness so seriously uh when we talk or I see you post on Facebook quite often. It's because you're sharing some athletic experience that you're trying or you're doing regularly. Is is that an example of resilience to you? Are there, are there others? Well, that's part of it. And I try, honestly, I, I don't post negative things on purpose. Um, but part of that is because I've overcome so much physical and health um, physically and, and the health issues that I've had. And I've had a lot of health issues that I've overcome, but I try not to post negative things because I think I, I once joined, I have chronic migraines that have gotten much, much worse since I've moved to Atlanta because of uh, the barometric pressure here. There's this weather pattern that happens in Atlanta that I learned after I moved here. My neurologist explained um, the Gulf Coast sends up warm air fronts and then the cool air fronts come down from the north and they sit over Atlanta in what's called a wedge weather pattern. And I never heard of that before. And that for people like me that are sensitive to that pushes down the barometric pressure, presses down on people that are sensitive to it and gives you migraines. And I have terrible migraines. So I do a lot of things to combat that. I do everything I can. I go to the chiropractor. I drink a ton of water. I get Botox for migraines in my head and my shoulders. I take preventative medication. And then I have medication that I take to as I'm as I have a migraine. And I work out. I do lots of things to combat that. So that's one of my health issues. So I joined a Facebook group once for migraine sufferers thinking, oh, they'll help me. It'll be uplifting. It'll help me get ideas to help with this. And really what it did was bring me completely down because all people did was complain and whine and, oh my gosh, I couldn't get out of bed for three days. And I am not that kind of person. You know, I get up, I come to work, I work through it. If I need to go home and lay down for an hour or two, then I get up and keep going. But so I I got out of that 
because I, I was like, oh, no, 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 we're not, we're not, I'm not doing this because I will absorb that negativity. So I may, I make a choice not to post a lot about it. Every once in a while, I'll mention, oh my gosh, I had a four day migraine. Thank goodness it's over. You know, so I go to the chiropractor, I do all these things, but I don't get online to complain because it doesn't help anyone. It doesn't help. It doesn't help me. Right. It doesn't help you. And it probably doesn't help somebody else who has a migraine who just no. is going to have somebody else to have, you know, a pity party with. Right. And that might sound a little Correct. brash, but Correct. I think, you know, again, just like with um, infinite curiosity, you've brought a little bit of a different flavor to the way that I think I'm thinking about resilience now, because I, I, I think I knew that you have these migraines. I didn't know that they were as um, chronic as they are, they, but it's hard. Yeah, it's hard knowing you to imagine that you suffer through them because you're always so upbeat and on target and you never complain. And it's okay to complain, I, I try not you to. know, every once in a while. I'm sure you have your private moments or your moments with um, I have moments with your with Phil yeah. or, or whatever. But but just yeah. to, to the idea of resilience being saying, hey, you know, I've got this thing that can get me down if I let it, um, and I'm not going to let it. Um, and that's a great example of resilience. And then also trying to be a good example to people so that maybe they can learn from that resilience more than they can learn by just, you know, I don't know what migraine sufferers, you know, say, but I can imagine there are comparisons all the time of, you know, this is, you know, worse than the hurricane of 1987. You know, there's some, you know, there's some <laughs> memory that they have that they can compare things to. And that doesn't help. And I think we, we live in a world where it's really easy to to excuse the French, you know, bitch and moan and complain. And, and it's, it, what, it, what good does it do, you know, other than some momentary uh, relief yeah. uh, to be resilient is to just accept your circumstances, good or bad, and, um, and, and plug through and get the things done that you really, really want to get through. But I, I want to switch topics again, because again, you mentioned gratitude. And I, I, one of the things that I have witnessed you involved in from a distance is your favorite charity. And I want you to talk a little bit about the work that you're doing and explain a little bit about that charity work because there's there's no greater example of gratitude that I can think of in the work that you're doing. Oh, it's amazing. So, and that's another thing that people don't understand at all sometimes. So the the charity is called Bert's Big Adventure and Bert Weiss is a DJ here in Atlanta of the number one radio show in the morning. And he started this charity 20 years ago with his then wife, Stacy. And they take 13 chronically and terminally ill children and their entire family, all of their caregivers, their siblings, anyone in the household on a VIP trip to Disney once, once a year. It's 13 different children each year. So families apply and then they screen through them. And then what happens is their team, they have the most amazing team ever, um, gets to know each child intimately, their likes, their dislikes, what they love, what lights these children up. And then there's this group of volunteers, and that's what I'm part of, called the Fairy Godparents. And actually, Phil and his and the boys, my stepsons, are also involved, um, not as deeply or as often as I am. But we, the the volunteers, get together, and when the when they're leading up to this trip, we have a send off party for these kids, and it's a huge gala. 
and all of the Disney princesses, all of the Star Wars characters, the Avengers, all of the, the heroes all come to this party. And we send these kids off to, to Disney and you've never seen such delight. These kids are just in awe and they don't even know what they're in for yet. And they're chronically and terminally ill children. So everyone says, doesn't that just make you so sad? And I try to explain there's nothing like the strength of these little munchkins and their families or the gratitude that comes from them. And I always, every single time I get to know any of these families and and once they're in this Burt's Big Adventure group, the families are part of the family, the Burt's Big Adventure family for life. So now we have over 500 people in the group and we have four reunions a year. So we have like a pool party in the summer we're about to have. We have a party at like Dave and Buster's. So there's four reunions a year. So I get to see them four times a year at a party. And then throughout the year, if any of the kiddos gets put into the hospital, which is quite often, they send out an email to all of us fairy godparents. It's got an interactive calendar and says, who can go to the hospital? And at least once a day, one of us fairy godparents signs up and we go, we go to the hospital to visit them and bring them toys or crafts or whatever the child loves to do along with treats and food and we try to give the parents a break because when your chronically or terminally ill kid is in the hospital one parent is there 24 7 and so we get to know these families very very well and i can tell you 1000 percent that i come away with my heart full much more than i ever leave them so it's not sad it is it lights me up i think more than it lights them up i say that i don't know but they're so grateful for this foundation but what we're grateful for them it's a, it's a great example of gratitude because when you have that type of gratitude it's a two-way street and you're not doing it because you absolutely are trying to make yourself feel good. Um, you're doing it because you're trying to help the kiddos, as you call them, no. and to be there for them and their families. And you know that There's you're impacting them. I mean, you have 500 people um, that are they're sticking together and they yeah. you, you all got to meet because of terrible things going on in their lives, but you stick together, you stay with it and um, they feel that. And then you walk away and you're like, wow. I'm blessed. How could I not be grateful? Not because there's a child who's sick, but because yeah. you were you were called, you were put in that place where you could serve selflessly. Yes, absolutely. Yes. And so, and the best part is like when uh, one of the kiddos goes into like, for instance, little Stella, who was just at the, the most recent Disney trip, she has cancer and she has a little bald head. She's six. She's the cutest thing. She doesn't have her front teeth because she, you know, at the point where you lose your teeth and she's so cute and she just bonded. I bonded with her really, really well. And she's in currently in remission. And so she's growing her little hair back and she's obsessed with unicorns and Barbies. And I, um, I was recently getting rid of my old bicycle cause I got a new one. And so I brought my bike up to her house to give to her mom so she could pull her on the back of the bike in one of those little carriers. And she she came out with a cape on and it was unicorn, <laughs> National Unicorn Day. So she wanted me to go in the house for a tour of her unicorns. So I stayed for like three hours and we played with unicorns and it was the cutest thing ever. So now she she texted me while I was on vacation in Mexico and she said, she texted me on her mom's phone and she said, Miss Trish, I got a, a Barbie dream house. I want you to come see it. So this weekend I'm going to go see her 
And I got her a, um, a Barbie dream car, convertible dream car to go with her, her Barbie dream house. So I'm going to surprise her with that. But she's doing fantastic. And so I get to see them as well when they're not in the hospital. So that's really, really, really fun, too. And she's just the right. cutest thing ever. That's um... So, yeah, I mean, it lights me up. It lights them up. It's just amazing. It's it's amazing. And Bert Weiss, the, the whole radio team, all of them, and the whole foundation staff, they're all angels. Well, I'll they're be amazing. sure to put a link to Bert's Big Adventure in the show notes. So folks who are listening to the podcast, if they Thank you. want to learn more, Thank maybe you. make a contribution to the cause, they'll be able to um, to do that. That, w- that would be amazing. Are you ready to discover your true purpose, live with impact, and build an ever greater legacy? Then you need to make time for what truly matters most. Go to truestfan.com challenge to begin the free Truest Fan 7-Day Quick Start. Yeah. So just switching gears a little bit, but kind of staying on, well, I guess they're all connected. I mean, that now as I'm thinking about your infinite curiosity, your resilience and your gratitude as kind of guiding lights for you, I can see how they connect. Because as you were describing what you're doing with Bert's, um, you're infinitely curious, you know, you're looking for ways that you can serve and help and be there for those kiddos and their families. You're sharing your resilience with them because if those kids and families need anything, they, they need resilience. They need to learn to be resilient and fight through what they're going through. And then, and then the gratitude. So that's just so, that's, I mean, I can just see how that connects and, and probably connects in lots of ways. Talk about how that relates to your relationship with your clients. You know, I had the pleasure of being at one of your client events uh, when I was in Atlanta last year. And I've never been, I've been to lots of client events as an advisor or other advisors, client events. I've never been to a client event where the clients were really so happy to meet and greet (laughs) you and the other members of your team. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't just, you all didn't have to seek them out and say, remember me, I'm Trish. You know, they, they knew that you were Trish and they were looking for you and they had words and hugs and and for you. So, so talk a little bit about how, how this relates to your, your, do you think it relates more directly to your business? No, not the barbecue, but just the whole, the whole client relationship and infinite curiosity and resilience and and gratitude. So that, that was a barbecue where it rained and the band had to shut down and every like 80, 80 out of like 120 people still stayed. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 Maybe that's all you need to say. Um, We had a party for 150 people. The band couldn't play because of the thunderstorm, but the people still stuck around. (laughs) Yes. So, yes. So I'm planning that barbecue right now, actually, for this year. Um, So we work really, really hard, really hard at building those relationships with our clients and finding out what lights them up. And for instance, one of our clients, Sue, she's from New York and she's, she's tough. She's very tough. She thinks fidelity is the devil. Don't, and it, they're not, <laughs> but she just, she wants them to do everything her way and that's it. And boom, boom, boom. And if, you know, whatever, if, if anything is wrong, even if it's not wrong, it's wrong. She's tough. 
you know, she's she's an older lady and she's had several surgeries and she had a surgery recently on her shoulder. And so we sent her for her last surgery. We sent her, we go to the dollar store and we get these little hang in there monkeys, these, these little monkeys. I pay a dollar for them. So I buy them 20 of them at a time and they have little Velcro on their hands and their hands stick together. And then we send when someone's having surgery or they're ill or something like that, we send them a hang in their monkey with a card, which I also get at the dollar store. And we all sign the whole team signs it. We, we try very hard to incorporate the entire team and everything. And we say, hang in there after your surgery. We're thinking of you. So we always get pictures back where they're hanging on their doorknob or they're hanging next to their chair when they're recovering or whatever. So I sent, I had already sent her that one for her last surgery. So I sent her a card this time. And then I called her and said, do you need anything? Whatever. And she said, thank you, sweetheart, for the card and this and the other. I have my hang in there monkey from last time hanging next to my chair for when I come home. So she remembered that. And then we went away on vacation. I We came back. I called her yesterday and she's like, I'm doing fine. I knew you'd call blah 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 so we try really hard I put reminders on my calendar for all of these things another client of ours is going through cancer treatment and she's getting stem cell uh, replacement like she's doing some normal medicine type of things western medicine and she's also doing some other things so we make sure we check in with her and like I send her flowers and do things like that but we also we try to like remember I listen I listen very closely and if someone's dog is dies or something like that I send a card for that someone's a client of ours a 19 year old grandchild had a terrible car accident and she's in a coma at Vanderbilt Hospital so we've been keeping close tabs on that so I try very very hard to listen to those details and build those relationships and so we actually we've we've been I've been here since 2012 so by now we've have generational clients we have clients that have brought their children in and we have them as clients now so we're you know we just listen very closely and I keep very good notes so that we build up, you know, the the relationships are very strong and I try to involve the entire team. And like for birthdays, we call and sing to them. <laughs> And we send out a lot of videos. I mean, and we can't sing. Let me tell you, it's not a pretty song. <laughs> well, but I think it's funny. So that's that's yeah. the whole point. Yeah, that's awesome. And, and, yeah. and there's so much packed into what you just said. The first thing that pops into my mind is, you know, the whole idea of being a truest fan is in business is to cheer on your clients and to be their cheerleaders yeah. and really root them on through life. Whether you're, you know, just helping them, you know, put their plan together and manage the financial side of it or um, as you said you listen to them what what is it they really want what is it that's really going on with them that you as somebody who is giving uh, the um, tagline for Appella is advice for life right so it's not just you know you know put the money in this portfolio or this is the way your financial plan should look it's actually how can we guide help guide you through life through the good times and the bad times. And that listening is an example of what you talked about first, which, which is that infinite curiosity. And then mm-hmm. the 
gratitude is just displayed in the way that you interact with your clients. And you can see that genuine love and care that you have for them, that they're obviously reflecting back on you. you know, even if they're a grumpy client who wants everything right, um, they can still appreciate the fact that you're, um, well, and not that they shouldn't want everything right, but maybe more than right. Well, so, but they can still reflect that gratitude back at you. Exactly. And they do know they can call us anytime and we're going to go go to bat for them. And they know that their money's safe. They know that, you know, it doesn't matter where we are, what's going on. We're there for them to answer their questions. They call us about their mortgages. They call us when they want to buy a new car, when, you know, they're thinking about whatever purchase, they're thinking about gifting their grandchild, da, 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 da. They, they know with their financial needs, they can call us and either Phil or myself is here for them regardless of anything. So they have that down pat, but they also want to know what's going on in our lives. You know, they want to know how the boys are doing. They want to know, you know, when are we going to get married? That's constantly the question. Every time we go on vacation, did you guys get married? Every single time, you know, they're very interested in our lives as well. So, you know, that's always, you know, a good thing. They're invested in us as well. So, yeah, you know, and at the barbecue, it, it, it feels like a wedding at the barbecue every year because they all want to hug both of us. So we kind of conquer and divide, right. you know, to make sure that we greet every single person, to make sure we give every single person FaceTime. The, that client experience that you deliver is, is, is exceptional. And, you know, Thank you. Thank it's, um, I want to say this the right way, because I, I'm often accused of, of liking to measure things like how do you measure something is working and sometimes in situations where measurement isn't necessary this is probably a case where measurement really isn't necessary but i'll, I'll say this uh, anyway i don't work with anybody who does a better job of getting regular referrals and introductions to new clients from their existing clients and if you were well thank you and and i think when you think about that that is kind of a a, a reflection, maybe as, as opposed to a measure of the work that you do, the introductions, you know, become easy because those clients that you work with say, well, if Trish and Phil and the team treat me this way, then they're probably going to treat my friends and my family and other people that we introduce to them that same way. And that's really um, a gift to that person that they might um, introduce you to. Well, thank you. And in part, that is thanks to you for helping us bridge that to get those. I mean, because that's true. Hopefully they, they do think that but and, and know that. And we do make sure to treat their introduction the same way. But um, we had to get to the point where we'd make them think, oh, we need to introduce our friends to them. We need to introduce our, you know, right. our, our neighbors to them. It's, it's, it's not an accident yeah. Yeah. that you're getting those introductions. You're certainly right. planting the seed, right. but right. I, I, I'm right. confident that that is a reflection of, um, of what you do. So we're, we're coming up to the end. We've got a little longer uh, maybe than, um, than we planned, but it's been a great conversation. But as we, as we close, I just want to give you one kind of one last opportunity to share. Is there something else that you think the audience should know? You know, they're thinking about being truest fans and that belief in themselves and others and the way that they share that what what else you know kind of pops into your into your mind um the only other thing that i i had thought about is that you know if you 
have the the positive energy and that joyfulness about you, it reflects in everything that you do. And that's what draws people to you. And that attitude of gratitude, no matter how crappy things are. And when I'm having a four day migraine, literally sometimes when I'm laying down and I'm in intense utter pain, I'm laying there consciously thinking, I'm thankful for this bed that I'm laying in, this roof over my head, you know, the air conditioning. I'm getting down to the basics. So there's always something to be thankful for. There's always something, always something that you can improve on, that you can level up. You know, there, everything is going to be okay no matter what. There's always someone that will help you. That's it. That's it. That's the whole secret. That's it. Yeah. So obvious yet sometimes so hard to uh, remember positive energy and joyfulness. And that actually makes me think about the truest fan lesson on uh, smiles and kind words, you know, go a long way, you know, yes. when you are they do. constantly trying to smile and show that you're that you're happy um, and you send kind words along, people see that positive energy and that joy. And it's it's infectious and it spreads and it lifts that person up and hopefully makes the person that you touch even spread spread their happiness and their positive energy and their joy. And it can change someone's whole day. You you don't know. You some, most of the time you have no idea how you can affect someone good or bad. So it might as well be good. Might as well be good. I love it. I and love you know it. we are we're your truest fans for sure. <laughs> Thank you. I obviously the feeling is um, is mutual. So if somebody wants to learn more about the work that you all do at um, Appella Capital Management, what's the best way to get in touch with you? They can either call us at 678-218-5925 or they can go to Appella Capital ATL on Facebook or Instagram. Okay, cool. I'll make sure we put that info in the show notes because there might be some folks out there that would love to work with somebody who has positive energy and joyfulness, especially um, in the um, environment. And we have lots of good webinars and yeah, yeah. yeah, lots of great stuff. So great. I'll, I'll put that in the show notes. But Trish, this has been awesome. I just and I just want to go back and kind of re-emphasize your your message today. Live with infinite curiosity about people and places and things you do. It has a way of making you a stronger person, but also helps lift other people up. Be resilient. Don't let the people who want to bring you down bring you down. Have resilience or the stuff that brings you down. Just to be resilient. Bounce back. Bounce back quickly. I'm having attitude of gratitude and and have that attitude with lots of positive energy and joy. I like to think, you know, about action items at the end of this podcast and, you know, what can people do? There's so much that you can can take from that walk away, but maybe more than anything else, if you just pick one of those ideas and and say, how am I going to be more curious? How am I going to be more resilient? How can I be more grateful? How can I have more positive energy? Just, just, you don't have to do them all. Just pick one. go about it make somebody else smile Uh, maybe that'll get you started so again thanks trish for being here and we will we'll we'll call it we'll call it a show take care thank you for having me bye coach